Welcome back to the Gym Owners Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Tyler Stone. Over the way is John Fairbanks. Tell him hi, John. Hi, John. We got a special guest here. Our, is this our first two-time guest? This is. Our two-time guest, not two-time-in guest, but two-time guest, Hunter Wooten from Hunter's Garage Gym in Alaska. How's it going, Hunter? It is going good. It's nice to see you guys again. Yeah, buddy. So, guys, we've been if you've been in our Facebook group, make sure you if you're not, get into the Facebook group. We're having the link in all the descriptions, but the Gym Owners Re- Gym Owners Revolution Facebook group in there. We have been spotlighting a lot of Hunter's successes that he's had lately since coming through and having us help him out with his kind of his offer stack and some of his sales systems and then kind of he's just been turning his shit loose and it's been really 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 awesome seeing Hunter closing some big ticket sales, making sales cl- like closing sales frequently often and generating tons of leads without spending a bunch of money on ads, which is kind of the little secret that we want to make sure that we kind of like help you guys figure out because you can't make money if you don't have, like it takes money to make money kind of, but sometimes it can just take effort and you move some of these things in place. And now theoretically Hunter has enough money at his disposal. He can start running ads if he wants to, he can start doing a lot of things. You can do a lot of things when your money, when your business has money. So Guys, we started with Hunter, well, we started with Hunter many, many, many years ago, but we started doing his offer stuff for his business about eight weeks ago, seven, eight weeks ago, give or take, right? Um, Hunter, before that, I want to get into what was it like your sales process with someone would come in beforehand, before you had kind of the, the offer sheet that we had kind of gone through and, and made up with your services and organized them as we do. Someone came in to join your gym. What was that like? What, what was the conversation like traditionally beforehand without a system? Yeah. So honestly, uh, there was not much of a system. I would hit people up or they'd reach out to me. I'd either try to get them to the gym or what would most frequently happen was I would be communicating with them through Instagram. We'd message back and forth a bunch. They'd ask what I have at the gym and I would, uh, basically just make shit up, you know, like I got personal training, I got small groups one on ones. Um, and they would, let me know what they wanted. And then I'd get back to them and it'd be this very long conversation. And then sometimes it would end with them wanting to come visit the gym. And uh, often they would just be like, okay, I don't know. They'd just be confused and then (laughs) not sign up basically. Confused is an interesting thing that we see a lot though with, it's not that like, it's the people do you do so many different things. You know, you do everything from nutrition coaching to some specialty classes to lots of other stuff that, a lot of gym owners out there do the same where like you have so many different services that you offer and if you just put them on a list it's almost disorienting right if you just have them all mm-hmm. in one place it's hard to really be you know as a as a consumer who comes in you go like well where do i fit in into this because it's like it's like going to a bunch you just see a bunch of shoes and you don't know which ones are your size and it's just a pile of shoes everywhere and it it ends up being uh very unguided sales process. It's, it's really tough to plug a person into a product when there's just a long list of products sitting out there. And I know in my experience, it was always like I got excited because somebody was finally interested. Yeah. So it was just diarrhea. It was just like verbal <laughs> yeah. diarrhea all over. So it would take me like, I don't know, 37 lines to explain something that should have just been like five words. Cause I'm so excited to just describe all the things and then they weren't interested in it anymore. 
What about your in-person yeah. stuff, Hunter? So when people were coming in beforehand, you, you would you could get a few people to show up, maybe that hadn't committed yet, that at least come in to check the place out and meet in person. Um, did you close a lot of those frequently? Was it? Did you? You know, well, how long did a lot of those conversations take? Yeah, you know, I think that the conversations definitely did last probably more than they needed to, and I. You know, I, I wasn't terrible at closing sales if I met somebody in person, but what was hard was, you know, the the highest amount of money that they're going to give me is maybe like $500 a month. And that was super infrequent. You know, if somebody was doing that, it was for some special thing. They needed this specific problem fixed. And I was, you know, the last person they had looked to to, to try to fix a problem. But usually if I did uh, convince people through a very long conversation to join, what ended up happening was they joined for like around $170 a month. And, you know, we do have a pretty sweet gym. So most people ended up staying, but the actual um, leads and closing sales was not happening uh, as frequently as I needed it to, to really grow the business the way I wanted. Yeah. So one of the things that we talk about with getting our, getting your offers in order is one, it makes that process easier. Right. And that was the thing we, when you start getting that deliverable, you can show people, you know, on an iPad, exactly what you offer, where it fits with them. And I think you had two separate tiers, right? You had kind of a personal training track with all your additional services on there, as well as for your group classes. And that seemed to really make, to walk me through your first, like the first time someone spent more money than you imagined that they were going to spend. Walk me through what that was like. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny cause I had been talking to this dude, uh, who in town is like a master salesman and he's like a master salesman cause he's a, a really good guy. Um, you know, he's not sleazy, but he is very serious about storytelling and making sales. And I had been talking to him for forever. I mean, I think I've been trying to convince him to join the gym for like four years. Sometimes this is as, as long as it takes, <laughs> but I, I was uh, talking to him for forever. And before he was like, man, honestly, you're just not selling me on this. Like I've had personal trainers. I don't, you know, really see the value in it. So I eventually was like, look, man, let's just meet. Let's go have a coffee. So he decides to go have a coffee with me. And and I had texted him and I said, hey, man, do you do you need um, some training or whatever? And he said, I think you're overqualified for what I need. And so I spent like a few days like thinking about that. And I'm like, how the fuck am I going to reframe this uh, so that he knows that I am exactly what he needs. So he comes in, we sit down and I go, Hey man, you texted me and you said, what do you, or that I'm overqualified for what you need. So I just wanted to ask like, what is it that you need? And then he looked at me, he paused for a second. He's like, mm, good question. So then he's like telling me, okay, this is what I need. I need to, uh, I need to train at this time. I need, you know, these benefits from it and I need to make sure that I'm getting the value from it. So I said, okay, what is the value that you need to get from it? Then he was like, oh, damn, good question again. Then tells me the exact value that he needs from it. I'm like, all right, well, we can train at that time. I can give you exactly what you need. I can provide that exact value that you need. Um, so you should sign up for this, you know, highest ticket package on the group membership. And he just looked at me and he was just like, all right, you got me. <laughs> and, then, uh, right. uh, and I think that was for 1650, which was great because the most uh, we had sold any membership for, and this was just one person before had gotten um, a membership for personal training for like $520 a month. Yeah. And yeah, this was, uh, you know, three times over that. And that was not a common thing. I mean, this guy was like 
who spent 500 was, you know, an anomaly. Yeah. And now that's yeah. happening more consistently. Yeah. We're getting messages from Hunter almost every week now. Where it's like, Hey man, I got another big one. And and also the, the, here's the important thing I want you guys to know, because we do lean on the successes of the big ticket stuff. We, we, John and I, we like, cause that's such a, it's such a game changer for people who, like you say, yeah. like someone came and dropped 1600 bucks in a conversation was ready to get started. And by the way, on a thing that's pretty easy for you to fulfill some group classes with some additional nutrition coaching, maybe some accountability and stuff like, like, boom, you have a product that, you don't have to, I mean, you don't got to bend over backwards to try to make this thing something that works for him. It's very easy for you now because you do such a good job as a coach. So you're like, I know how to get this guy the results. And now that he's this level of committed, man, we're all set. Yeah. But we always want to shine the light on the big ticket stuff because you've had many that are now well over a thousand dollars in the last six, eight weeks. But it's also important to know that like people are still buying your regular group membership too. Mm-hmm. And, and that you're yeah. not like taking that away or raising the prices. Again, what's important to know is that some people are coming in and just want to buy the group and buy the basic stuff and absolutely love. But by simply having more options up the ladder to do more for them now, well, it seems like it's made it pretty easy to sell. And you've had a really, really, it's eye-opening, I think, for a lot of people to start hearing the numbers you can get if you just let people choose. Yeah, uh, you definitely don't want to have people underspending at your gym. Um, that's just <laughs> stupid. Yeah, uh, you yeah. know, if, if somebody wants to pay me six, seven hundred dollars a month for training, then that's awesome. You know, when I first had the offer sheet made, I was like kind of showing my friends, and big mistake, man. Like all my friends were like, nobody's ever gonna pay you this much, whatever. And I'm like, that's because you're a bunch of like poor, like twenty year old dudes. But I don't want to fucking trade you guys. I want to trade yeah. people that like need the fucking help and like can afford it. Uh, you know, yeah. I would much rather train, you know, they're like, oh, you're just gonna get like 50 year old ladies in there. I'm like, good. I I fucking love training 50 year old ladies. Like yeah. they're in there you know what? it. They got the money. Like and you know, but you know what the, the the guys that don't have any money, they can still get into your base level stuff too. And that's the nice yeah. thing is I always mm -hmm. want to make sure that people know that none of this is about raising your prices and none of this is about taking things away. You can't, we, John and I have talked about this before, you can't just raise your prices. If you need to make more money, you, if you just raise your prices, man, that's just moving one variable that is very costly as far as like, you know, what's the word, like social equity and trust with your clients. Like, are we just oh, doing yeah. the same product and now we're charging more? Nobody likes that. Everybody hates it. Yeah. So, um, there was a now, big mindset shift though. Yes. For you. So let's talk about that because n the thing that your friends mentioned to you, which is man, ain't nobody going to pay that. That gets in your head a little bit too, though, whether they said it or not, you do have to go to these conversations and go these sales meetings and go, you have to trust at some point that someone is interested in this, but it doesn't take long. It takes a couple, couple sales that are way easier than you think. And all of a sudden you're like, Oh damn. My shit rocks. People want to pay. People want to pay because your shit rocks. Yeah. What is that like shifting that in your head? Because again, as a gym owner, you are not your client. Yeah. You know, I think that, um, I had a big mental shift maybe. So you guys had, had given me the offer sheet and I was looking through it. I'm like, Oh, this looks cool. And, um, Oh, bye talk. Uh, he had given me the, uh, the offer sheet and it looked cool. So I was like, all right, you know, I'm going to plug and play. And you guys had given me some, ideas of things that I could post to social media. And I think after like about a week, I reached out to Tyler and I was like, Hey man, like, I don't know if I'm like doing this wrong or like there's something else I need to be doing. And Tyler sent me, you know, just like paragraphs of shit. And he's like, 
all right, so you need to make sure that, you know, you're not expecting that this is going to work in like two days. Um, just fucking keep grinding at it. And I think the biggest, um, and he, I mean, he gave me a bunch more and better advice than that, but that was the premise was, you know, just keep going, keep trying shit. And I think that having the offer sheet gave me a strategy that I could trust. And I think that when you don't have a strategy that you can trust, what ends up happening is you, instead of just putting in more effort, you just try to switch the strategy a little bit. So I was constantly trying to, to switch the strategy back and forth, you know, try to offer this six week class or try to offer, um, this at a different price, whatever. And instead of constantly switching my strategy, I just stuck with the strategy that was in place, made minor tweaks over time and just fucking went all out. Um, every week, I think you said like every single week, do your post on social media, then look back at your posts, see what you would have said differently, who you want to talk to more. And, um, you know, I just started fucking reading a lot. Uh, I already was waking up early in the morning doing some work, but this actually, you know, just gave me a direction to focus on instead of Purpose. being, uh, you know, spread out in, in too many areas. You know, and that's a great one because, you know, Hunter, the, the reason that I did this with, with Hunter is this is the stuff that we do in the, with the Gear Academy is we go through and we talk about or, or organic lead generation strategies. Well, I can talk about it till the cows come home. I need, I need it to work for somebody before I can sell it. And that's exactly why we reached out to Hunter. I said, all right, Hunter, let's go. Let's do this. Because I knew when you followed up, you weren't just going to let this thing die on the table and go, well, fuck. That's it. I guess, I don't know. Nobody's coming. Because again, yeah. you, you yeah. had done the work. You trusted the system. But you're like, I'm not getting any leads. And this is really important that we, I want to make sure that our people are successful, which is why in the Gear Academy, we give you the thing we teach you how to sell. Then Gear Academy, we hold your feet to the fire. And one of the basic strategies that we use in addition to many other things is that like, are we setting aside time to look into what we're doing and make sure it's working? If you're, if you're in sport, you're, you're doing film study, if you're in sport, right? And if you're coaching very often, you're looking into movement stuff so you can get better at coaching movements and injury prevention and all this other stuff. But with, with our businesses, so many times people don't do it. We're like, well, I just operate my business. And if it's not, if you're not attracting leads, but so many people are not looking into, well, what am I doing? What can I be learning about? What skills do I need to level up that are going to help? And that's the thing you did really well. You took the feedback well, I was, I, that, that I give people is just that. Look back, see what worked, what didn't work. You'll realize after you post, nothing's ever perfect. Anytime I write copy for an email, it sits. And I'll message John, like, okay, you can send these emails out. And then I'll message him five minutes later. Like, okay, hold on. Don't, I change this. I change this. And then 20 minutes later, it doesn't sit right in my head. And then I'll go back and I'll go in and I'll change it. So now when we do email stuff before it's sent, it's just something that I constantly update. I'm just like, John, the most updated version is highlighted in green on this document. That's it. And that way I'm always tuning it up because you'll sit in your head and you'll, you'll realize, ah, I swung and I missed. You know, you start really studying what you're doing and who you're trying to attract and the words you're using matter. It's so interesting. People don't understand. You can say one word the wrong way and it's off-putting. Copywriting is not complicated. It's just something that you have to gradually always tune up because you're going to get better for you. And that's why we've had so many people who have asked us like, well, who's doing a great job on social media? And I'll say, you know, we'll say, well, I'll tell you what, of our people, Hunter is doing so great right now. Check it out. Check out his stuff. But then I have to give them the same warning I gave kind of you in the beginning, too, which is, well, don't just do the thing. You know, we say someone's doing good. Don't just do that thing. Now you got to do your thing with those constraints. And that was the big one. Every week Hunter sits down and he looks back and says, does this call to action make sense? 
or is this too complicated? Or am I trying to speak to too many people about too many things? And you, but you took the initiative and you've been like, they're not on copywriting stuff, like literally fundamentals of copywriting. But man, if you're going to get good at something, if you're managing your own social media, as a business, so many bootstrap gym owners yeah. are fucking Jesus. Could, why did, did it, does it, my question, Hunter, does it make you crazy knowing that you were doing this for so long and never bothered to look into it? Be like, gosh, how you do know, I get better at this? Yeah, I think that is the biggest mindset shift when we talked was you were like, you know, treat this like a craft like you would coaching because that's the only yeah. way you're going to get better at it. And I'd always just fucking been like, yo, come join the gym. <laughs> the gym's awesome. It's the best gym ever, you know, like, but everybody fucking says that everybody's gym's the best gym ever. Everybody's soft drink is the most delicious. Everybody's fucking, you know, yeah. anything is the best product. So that's not going to differentiate me. That's not going to get anybody excited about it. And so just reading, I mean, one of the things that I did recently was uh, I read this book. It's a, it's a short book that I think every business owner should read. It's called the 22 immutable laws of marketing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a pretty great book. And I just went through every single law, all 22 of them. And I fit my marketing into the different laws. So, you know, if it's this law of marketing, how do I fit my gym into that? If it's this law of marketing, how do I fit my gym into that? And just made a huge document, sent it to the other coaches. I'm like, guys, this is how we're running shit. It's going to be different than how we've been doing it. And it's the first time that I've had people that are consistently, I mean, it's not like a million people a week, but a few people every week will reach out to me, which was not happening before. Um, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Now this is where I want to, so I want to make sure that first off Hunter gets all the credit for all the work in that situation, because it's the work and it's the learning, it's leveling up your skills. This is no different than you getting credit for being an awesome fucking coach. Like this is, this is the thing you put in the time you did the work. Now we always, I always very often in my, I'm in sales calls with coaches and gym owners and things like that. And one of the first things I, I kind of always have to cut them short a little bit is because they're always trying to address like, how do I get more people? How do I get more people? And I want to go run through a hypothetical scenario, Hunter, after the planes pass. <laughs> no, 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 you're fine. Yeah, it's your fault, dude. Uh, no. Uh, so, but the hypothetical scenarios you got, imagine if you got really good at the copywriting stuff like you did, you figured out the marketing strategy that fits for you and you don't spend a bunch of money. It just works. You're getting organic leads and people are interested in coming to your gym. Now imagine you got all these new eyes and all these new people who come in in the last seven, eight weeks and they all bought a $170 product. Yeah. How much money, yeah, that... how much money would you have left on the table? Had you not gotten your offers in order first? Um, yeah, literally, <laughs> at least at least three thousand dollars last month in the which, first month you know, yeah. yeah yeah which is a lot for me i mean that's that's no yeah. fucking small feat that I, I went from you know zero dollars in new sales zero in new grand. business yeah. yeah which that's very good i'll take that yeah. as a pretty fucking solid win yeah and that's that is the this this is like the kind of the proof in the pudding for why I, it's by the way john and i can make so much more money if we just told people we'd get them more members. I could, we totally could because it's the it's the math that people want to do. It's the math that works in people's heads. Like, if I have 20 more people, it solves all my problems. I'm just not getting enough new people. It's a it's a thing that people go to. And man, if John and I just tooted that horn out there, if you look at gym consulting marketing that's out there for gym owners, it is all God. There was some shit we saw the other day, Hunter. It's I almost would like pay for you to do it just to see. <laughs> 30 new members in 30 days or your money back, or you can choose 
60 new members in 60 days or your money back, or even better, 90 new members in the next 90 days or your money back. And my thought is you must need 90 new members in 90 days because whatever your product is, you're fulfilling or whatever it is, is going to cost you at least 90 members in 90 days. It just must. But it is yeah. really, really interesting to see that stuff catches my eye. It really, really catches my attention and makes me, uh, it's, what's the word? It's appealing to a gym owner. You want, you just, that's what I, man, 30 new members would fucking rule. Soft gym man. Soft gym math. Yeah. Man, what if those 30 new members are coming in on an introductory thing that's 10 bucks or some Groupon or, or they don't want to be here or it's a, some high ticket bait and switch bullshit where you're in these like really slimy situation. We've seen a lot of those types of consulting companies out there where like they put you in some weird sales situations because it's just not on the up and up. It's just not about what the people really want. And so for us, we always keep putting our foot down on this issue. Like, no, 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 just trust us. I need you to trust us. And Hunter, you're one who really did it in the beginning. You went, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to figure out, I'm going to get my offers in, in place so that when people do show up, you trusted that people were going to show up in the end. And that when they do, now you can really, really have a foundation to work with. It all starts with coaching, right? It starts with coaching, mm -hmm. being good at coaching. Then it starts in how you assemble your coaching in a way that's appealing to people and can really get them results and let them spend with their buying habits. And then from there, well, now we just turn up the volume. And that, that has really been, a, a, I would say, a real testimony to how you have handled yourself throughout this process. Because you were hungry. You got hungry. You were like, you know what? I want this to work and I'm willing to invest money into it. I'm willing to invest time. And, and man, is that, that is the thing. And I just am so it makes me very happy to to see this process and how it's kind of evolved for you because it first off it proves us right, which is my favorite thing, right? It just it just yeah. and and not and not in not in that like our stuff works, but that the sequence is important. Like you said, the money left on the table, man, that would be brutal. If most people though, the truth is, if you got all these new members, you'd be like, yes. If you got that on its own, you'd be so stoked, right? If you had the last month just in leads, you'd be fired up. You wouldn't even yeah. know what you're missing out on because they're all buying low ticket stuff. And man, now that you've got it all together, you know exactly what you had prevented yourself from, which is celebrating a win that maybe wasn't quite the win we would have hoped it would have been. Well, and the fact is everything that we do, whether it's Tyler and I, Hunter, what you do, what all of us do that's listening, if you don't have people that like follow through, that do the things like if our clients didn't do what we told them to do, then it's like, Oh, well, fuck. All right. I guess like nobody gives a shit or this yeah. doesn't work. And it's like, and it's the coolest thing I think for me, Hunter, that I've seen from all the work that you've done. It's not like all of a sudden you have started to get people results. It's not like all of a right. sudden you guys, people love you. But this is the first time that I'm seeing it. That when I yeah. see your social media, I mean, what has what has it been like for you being able to sit down with members, with your coaches, and start getting the feedback because you want to put it out for other people to see? But what has it been like for you to start hearing some of these things about how awesome you are? You know, that's always good. You always like to hear how awesome you are. Uh, nobody has to stop. You guys can, can keep going with the praise, everybody. Uh, 
but it's good, right? Because what my my brother a few maybe like six months ago or so he just was like hey man he works in real estate he was like hey man i'm just letting you know like one of the reasons that uh i were the biggest uh, real estate brokerage in town is because of google uh everybody reviews us on google and you know people look at real estate agencies and we have like really good reviews so you should start you know a google business page and i was like okay so i started it and i just texted everybody i was like hey can uh can you guys review me and you know, I think we got like 30 five-star reviews in like a day. And I was like, okay, well, shit, that's awesome. And then reading through those, I was like, this is great. But the truth be told, you know, most people are finding me through social media. I have been trying to post more on Google, um, but most people are finding me through Instagram specifically. I post on Facebook as well. So, uh, and I was talking to Tyler about this yesterday, but bringing the testimonials to uh, Instagram has been a really, really good. Yeah, like this one right here, bringing the testimonials to Instagram has been really good. And one of the things that, um, Tyler was also telling me that I could do is when I'm posting these testimonials, not doing it in a vacuum, you know, like if I had just posted this one, um, I love Hunter's garage gym and, and whatever, it, it would be kind of cool, but actually, you know, in the caption telling the story of when this person came in, this is what they needed. I helped them get here. And that's why they're saying the things that they do. And yesterday was great because, um, this girl, Jaden, she's super awesome. Uh, she started training with me about five weeks ago. She made like a super long story after I had posted this. She was like, yeah, I, like I started training at Hunter's Garage Gym and it's fucking awesome and everybody should go. And already today, like I'm checking my inbox on Instagram and people are like, yo, so I heard you train Jaden. Like yeah. I saw her story. Like That's all awesome. these like girls in town are like following me and shit that, uh, you know, I can, I like, I literally, I am so uh, meticulous about Instagram. Like I go through and I look at all the people that have looked at my stories and then I make a list and then I try to make ads that target the people that are new that Boom. are watching my stories. Boom. And awesome. then, um, and then the other thing is like, if anybody follows me in town, I'll just follow them back. And then I might react to their story. Like, Oh, this is great. You know, whatever, try to start a conversation going. And usually, and this was another thing that I meant to say earlier was one of the biggest switches is talking to people online versus being like, Hey man, let's go get a coffee. Um, mm -hmm. because if I can get somebody to go get a coffee with me, I can usually sell them on the gym. Like in person, I'm, I mean, if they're going to meet with me for coffee, they probably want to fucking train. Like they didn't meet, you know, cause they just want to have a coffee. They don't want to hang from. out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. They, they didn't meet with me cause they wanted to hang out. Like they want to get in shape. So here's you know my offer. That's sheet. <laughs> such an important thing that we've talked about. And this is, you're a prime example of this. Cause I've known you for a lot of years is. When a person turns a passion into a profession, right, the passion still isn't enough. It is that you eventually have to really lean hard into being a professional at the thing you're passionate about. And now this is what happens when people go to talk to Hunter. What do they want from Hunter? I want to hire Hunter. He's a professional now, meaning you go in and you don't have we've talked about this before. If I went to, up to the car dealership and the car salesman just wanted to talk to me about the day and whether it was nice out and shit, they're trying to make me like him. That's great. I like liking people too, but that's not why I go to the fucking car dealership. You know yeah, what I mean? And yeah. so being, so being a person by, by one having your, cause your offers crisp. Now you're like, go oh, here, let's talk to yourself. What do you want to do? Perfect. Here's how we can get you there. That's that works great. But now, because you're always like, you're, you're, you are treating this like a true profession. What you've done is turned your social media from like, I'm just going to try to make some stuff. Because it's right, it's a thing you got to do. I'm going to make some stuff about what I do. Now you're you're executing a strategy, and it's a strategy that you have concocted, and you're tuning up all these little pieces. 
making a list of who's looking at your stuff and thinking, man, what is their need? Because I can make content. You have people. You have what you have. The best thing you've got is you got some testimonials. You got people in your gym. So this is a person who's maybe, you know, former athlete, professional guy, busy. All right, let me make a post about what it's like to be super busy. And you had a great one the other day, which was like, hey, it doesn't take long. Sometimes it only takes 45 minutes. We can get you in and out in 45 minutes. We know you're busy. Now, boom, yeah. every one of them people who fits them, that's a, one of those great strategies we do in the Gear Academy, which is try to help you identify who specifically is looking for your stuff and exactly the type of content because you just want to speak to one person at a time, one type of person about one type of thing. We do so much, Hunter, you used to do it. I used to do it a lot. I still kind of do it a lot where I try to cover every base at once. And it almost mm-hmm. makes the social media stuff unappealing. It's like, we're awesome. The building's nice. We have air conditioning. We'll make you taller or skinnier or fatter or whatever yeah. you need. Like it's so yeah. much. Whereas like, man, this is perfect. Make time. There's a little 45 minutes a week to be exact. Cause you've got remote coaching options. Like it's just, it's yeah. great. And that strategy though, Hunter is the thing John and I look into a lot because we'll get people who, will be doing things, but they're just kind of doing them. Like they kind of maybe work, they kind of don't. And having a plan and a strategy is very different than just doing something. I have to call something out because you said it, Hunter. And it's, I think, and I, and I couldn't have put it this way. If you hadn't said it, the biggest difference I've noticed in your social media now compared to your social media, say four months ago, five months ago, is you are now making content for other people. Mm -hmm. Where before you made content for what it looked like for me, for you. All the topics that we've nerded out with you about in, you know, lives past, and all these other topics that are really interesting to us as coaches and as fitness education nerds. So a lot of the content we put out there is like, oh, I find this interesting. And you have completely turned that on its ear where now it's, I see the people that are interacting, that are seeing my stories, and I'm thinking of that one person or I'm thinking of them. And now I'm going to create content and holy shit, the results, I mean, this is your work and the results are speaking for themselves. Yeah, you know, uh, I think it was it was probably nine out of 10 posts before were just some nerdy shit and then one would be like, you know, talking to people. And, and I realized, you know, as I'm going through this, I'm like, sometimes I am gonna just have to post for me because I just have some shit I wanna say. Yeah. But it can't be every fucking totally. post because then people are like, this guy is very weird. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing, talking about his fucking breathing and whatever. So I've tried to make it one in every 10 posts. I'll do nine posts for everybody, one post for me and just be like, you know, if I get six likes, that's okay because I just need to throw it out there because I'll get one person, you know, start a fun conversation. But nine out of 10 is like, who who do I want to talk to and and how can I convince that person basically that I can help them? You know, Tyler was also talking about how, you know, don't try to convince people that going to the gym is a good option. Because if you have to convince them that going to the gym is a good option, they're so far away from joining. But for the people that are on the edge that are thinking about joining and either it hasn't worked out in the past or whatever, like talk to those people. And, you know, that's why I started, I kind of like, I didn't really think about other gyms in the past, 
in town, but I've started thinking about them um, after reading a little bit about marketing. And I'm like, okay, well, most people have a really shitty gym experience. So why is this experience that people are having so bad? And that's when I started coming up with the ads like, we're the smallest gym in town, those ads. And uh, the reason I did that was because well, first of all, one of the things in the, the marketing book was the law of ladder, which is basically if you don't relate to where you are on the ladder in people's minds, then you're basically fucking yourself. So if, if I said, oh, we're the best gym in town, if I say best gym, sorry, uh, if I say best gym, people are already thinking about a few other gyms. They're thinking about the biggest gym, whatever. So I wanted to reframe it and be like, OK, well, what if we're, you know, what if we're the gym that doesn't have locker rooms and we don't have a sauna and we don't have showers what we do have is we can actually get you fucking results when you go instead of going for six months and not noticing any benefits so yeah. just flipping things on their head and like when people say things like oh hey i don't have time it, I, instead i used to be like well okay you don't have time but now i'm like man if you don't have time it seems like you're probably going to be really stressed if you want to de-stress you're going to need at least 45 minutes a week of you time so come into one of my classes every friday and then they're like oh shit you know that's a good idea or if people don't have money i'm like well Okay, if you don't have money, you're going to end up getting the most benefits from this because you're going to be the most bought into this shit. So everything yeah. that used to be a fucking excuse for people to not come in, everything that I used to think was a negative about the gym, I'm just reframing it. Like nobody knows who we are. So I can go, hey, guys, you've probably never heard of us. That's because we do fitness different. And then they're like, oh, well, shit, that makes sense. And that's what's getting uh, – that's what's fucking clicking and getting more people to sign up is not – so awesome. trying to be the fucking biggest gym. I'm just, I'll be the smallest gym. And this is getting me like so many people like reposted this shit and we're like, this is fucking awesome. Like these guys yeah. are the best. And I'm like, all right. You know, there's another thing that's, that, that you've done a really good job of too, aside from like executing a strategy because coming up with a strategy and executing it. Now you're married to the strategy. You have a plan, you do a thing, you tune it up. It's always, again, we've always talked about experimentation and correction. And that's what fitness is. That's what all of this is. That's what life, you know, what people's nutrition journey is like throughout life. Like they try this food, they try this diet that failed. They, you, you now can connect what all your clients experiences is. And you can now you're handling your business the same way. Like, all right, I tried this. All right, I look back. Yeah, that, let's do this differently. But the thing you do a really good job of is now you let people know what you do and you ask them to come do the thing because this is a thing that so many personal trainers and gym owners with their social media don't do. They're afraid to fucking ask people. They're afraid to put themselves out there. So what you will talk will do is we'll talk about, hey, I'm smart or hey, I know this or hey, here's just me exercising versus. Now you're doing it, one, you're communicating, connecting to their people and their needs, to, to your people, their needs, all this stuff. But you're also offering your services, not in every post. This is the thing you and I talked about too, right? Like, like again, like, not, don't be dogmatic about any of this shit. None of it's, none of it's gospel. So let's just yeah. make sure we do some of this stuff and then do some inf informative stuff. Maybe do some community service stuff. Maybe just do something funny, right? You can do all like yeah. testimonials, right? We don't want to do testimonials seven days a week. We'll fucking run out. But we can do them yeah. some, and then we do some of this messaging. And and so many personal trainers and gym owners out there that I see, they don't ask, they don't post. And by the way, social media isn't something you should just do for no fucking reason either. Don't do it in absence of a plan. But yeah. you're now asking, you're making an ask so that if people go to your social media, they know what you do. They know what you can do for them. They know how to get a hold of you. They like They know those things. And they know because you're doing it frequently, you're doing it organically, and you're doing it with putting your services for them first. Like, Hey, here's you, here's us. What do you want? 
Like you're just bridging those little gaps, one post at a time here or there for each person. And I, and that definitely is a thing. We see it a lot with people's business strategies too. We've had people pop up where they're like, you know, they'll not, don't want to redo a bunch of different stuff. And so some people, you know, I'm going to lean on to doing these small specialty classes. I'm going to run pop-up classes or whatever. And then cool. And except when you realize it's not a strategy because now there aren't, haven't been any of those for a long time. So, well, that was the thing that was working and now you're not doing it. Well, that's not a plan. And a lot of these things, we, we hear that stuff a lot. People are going to do a specialty program. Okay. How are you going to recurring sell it? How are you going to do it? Or we just do it once and then we're done. Well, now what? Right. So it's not a plan. It's not a development program. It's not a system of progressing your business. It's just a shit. I sure hope I can make an extra thousand dollars and then I'm fucked for six months. So I have another good idea. Right. And so what you've yep. done is you've, you've just altered your system and being like, no, 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 we get better every fucking week at this. And guess what? Just like you tell all your clients, if you got better every fucking week, just a little bit better for a year, man, the sky's the limit. And people got to treat their business the way we ask our clients to treat their, their fitness. And I think it's, yeah, that is a piece that's a game changer. Yeah, man, for sure. So Hunter, it's going to be obvious everything you've been doing, you know, other gym owners and personal trainers and people that could potentially want to come and coach with you. If somebody comes to you and says, Hey, how do I start doing this? What do I do? What should I do first? How do I get started? What's the advice that you are giving to them now being on this side of the fence, knowing what you know now compared to what you knew six months ago? Are you saying if, if other gym owners hit me up, yeah, what ends up happening, I mean, we did this yeah. from a coaching perspective. It was, I want to get better at coaching. And if a yeah. dude online really looks like he has his shit together, I start listening to his podcast. I might show up at a seminar in Miami, and then I might all of a sudden start buying his sandbags. Like it's this yeah. progressive thing for you now on this side when you have – because if you continue to show how successful you can be and you keep doing the thing that you're doing, you're going to have folks that are going to reach out that are personal trainers or want to figure it out. You're going to have coaches that might want to come to a decent gym that'll treat them well, pay them well and help them be successful on their own track. Kind of what's the, what's those first bits of advice that you're giving to folks that want to start this or do what you've been doing? You really want to make it a, a career that works for them as well as their clients. Yeah. You know, I would say obviously like the first thing is you got to know at least a bit, you know, and I think we, <laughs> we talked about this. You were saying like a fifth grader is an expert to a second grader. So if you're fat as fuck and you're, you know, eat like shit and you're not in shape, do that first. But once you get there, then the key becomes what is the bottleneck in my business? That is the thing that you got to figure out is, sorry, my, it's raining a little bit. Hold on. Yeah. All right. Um, so just figuring out what is the bottleneck in my business. And for me, like after going through this, I was like, okay, the bottleneck is my coaching's not good enough. And then I was like, I don't know. Everybody that's here is getting in shape. So that's probably not the bottleneck. And I was like, okay, well, it's because I'm not coming up with like new fun products. Then I came up with new fun products and worked for a minute and then stopped working. I'm like, all right, well, that's not it. Then I'm like, well, the biggest thing is I need to be making more money at the gym. Like I need to grow the gym. Why am I not making more money? Well, two things. Number one, I didn't have the offer sheet. Um, 
you know, I didn't have anything above $250 really. Uh, and then the other thing was I'm not getting, I'm not making sales. So if I want to make sales, how do I fix that? I got to go get leads. Okay. So then everything was, I'm going to spend the next six weeks, six months, six years, however fucking long it takes. I'm going to get really good at getting leads because if I can get leads, I can get people to sit down, then I can work the sales process. And the cool thing about that is you get a lead, then you get better at getting people to meet you. If you get better at getting people to meet you, you get better at the sales process because you're practicing the sales process. If you sell them, then you're coaching them and you get better at coaching. So that's a win, win, win. Everybody wants to get better at coaching, but you're not going to get fucking better at coaching unless you're coaching a lot. So if you sell more people, it's like people... I thought that this was like in the opposite interest of my peeps, you know, was like selling people on shit. And then I was mm -hmm. like, well, if I want to fucking get better, I need people to join so that I can coach more so that I can get better and then get a testimonial and then sell another fucking membership, you know? And that is the cycle and momentum that I'm building right now is, okay, how do I focus everything on leads? Cause that's my biggest bottleneck for somebody. It might be something else. They need to yeah. find what what their bottleneck is. But for me, I know that it was generating leads because if I could get leads, get a meeting, get a sale, get results, get a testimonial, and just go through that cycle again and again. Um, this thing so Hunter, you just that. described is exactly the thing I always point out. It's a feedback loop of success. And that is the thing where any system where like, all right, we, we intervene in the system the wrong way, it fucking spirals out of control or there's a lot of missed opportunity at best. It's missed opportunity. Mm -hmm. You intervene in a system the right way in the right time at the right place and you get exactly what you've got is now I make more money. I have the time and resources to serve these people better. I know because now you'd serve these people better, you get better testimonials. You in that process, you have yourself freed up to learn to connect to these people exactly what they want. And now your messaging changes and now you have this other mission and, and now it feeds all the way back through. You get more leads who are paying you more money. Who then, you know, instead of this thing where we're kind of introducing, you know, one new variable to a low profit system, and it just is very, yeah. very difficult. We just start putting a bunch of new inputs into something that just keeps churning out the wrong outputs for you. You know, even if we 10 yeah. your membership, fuck, man, that's just going to be more stress until we have all this other stuff in place. And now, you know, by the way, I want to touch on this, too, before we get going here is the thing that you have in place now by the way i think all roads still in my opinion lead to at some point if we need to get more members now you have all these things in place some point running ads is a thing that a person should look into doing my real business yeah. at some point running at paid ads is fucking guys there's not a business out there that doesn't pay for some sort of advertising so gym owners i advocate very much figuring this stuff out first because i think it's important but Ads are real. Yeah. Ads are something we should figure out. But what you've done is all the things you need to do before running ads, which is you understand who you are as a coach. You fucking have your business figured out a little bit. You're, you're able to sell. You're good at selling. You have a sales system that will at least keep working for you and continue to improve. We can always build and expand upon it. You are giving people great results. You're getting testimonials. Your messaging and copywriting and direction of who you're speaking to now and your organic stuff, which is how you practice. You want to know how you practice this type of stuff if you're running paid ads? Losing a fuckload of money. I'm thinking yeah. a ton of money into paid ads. So you get this stuff right. You get free benefits while you figure it out. And now if you were to spend two grand next month on paid ads, you're not going to eat $2,000 worth of shit because your stuff is in order. There's no point in running blindly into a situation and just start throwing money at ads. It's the worst strategy you could possibly do. But now, like, you'll have the extra money. 
And if the time comes, you come across a, you have an offer or a good entry level thing and you want to start running some ads, local ads are really can be really, really helpful and really beneficial to a business. But man, it's great when you have your stuff, all your other ducks in a row, because it's not embarrassing or off-putting or simply pointlessly costly. And, and you've got everything now in place to where I just am really, really, because like we've said, I've said this every time on our restaurant, the sky's a fucking limit, dude. This is like, we're moving, we're moving. All it takes is a trajectory. With the trajectory we have, all you have to do now is just stay in the game. That's it. Because now we just keep moving uphill. So, John, you got anything we want to finish up with? Yeah, I have to know. Oh. So the 20-something shit eaters that gave you a hard time saying nobody was ever going to buy the expensive <laughs> shit on your sheet. What's the update? I mean... You realize, you realize and this, this really gives you a window into my soul. So when I went to go play football, everybody told me I was a total idiot. I was leaving California. I was going to go to Florida. Didn't know anybody in Florida. I was going to hate it. Come back to California months later and, and be a total loser, right? So we win the national championship that year nice. that I get to Florida. And I get the ring sized on my middle <laughs> finger because I knew I could come back home and be like, right here. That's yeah. <laughs> fuck you guys. Yeah. And so I'm not saying you have to be petty like me, but I am curious. <laughs> have you gone back to the shit eaters and tell them to go fuck you know, themselves yet? It's it's funny, man. Like I have been I have dealt with a lot of that in my life. You know, when I was uh 18, I moved to North Carolina to go do weightlifting. That is like even fucking less popular than football, man. People are like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? So, you know, I think, I think for me, they just fucking, if they don't think that I can, you know, charge this or make this or, oh, bro, I've had fucking, I've had, I'll, I could tell you guys some stories off air that are just fucked the shit that people have said to me that, you know, were like supposedly my friends. And I'm just thinking, if you're hating on me, you have to be such a fucking loser because I'm 25. I own my own business. I'm married. I got my kid. I'm happy. I'm helping people benefit their lives. I'm, I'm like a good, you know, member of society. I mean, I'm also, you know, like fuck society and, you know, <laughs> you know, fuck the system. But at the same time, like I'm just at your local coffee shop doing some fucking work. I'm getting up early. I'm grinding. Like if you are hating on me, you hate your fucking life. Like there's just, yeah. you're, you're sad about, uh, where you're at. So most of them, I just fuck. I mean, I had some conversations. I said, Hey man, like if you want to be in my life, you got to disrespect me and my business. You, you just, there can't be any disrespect. You don't have to fucking apologize, whatever, but there's gotta be some level of respect. Some motherfuckers. I mean, there have been some people that have been like, dude, you know what? Honestly, I was just jealous and I'm sorry. And uh, I've been like, I forgive you, dude. Everybody fucks up. And there's some people that are like, I hate your fucking guts, dude. I hope your chin fails. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right. so, uh, well, Hunter, yeah. I'll tell you what. For the two of us who do not hate your fucking guts and do not hope your gym fails, we are very, very, very happy for you and very proud of what you've done this last couple months. Guys, Thank you guys. follow Hunter's Garage Gym on Facebook and Instagram. I want to drop one more thing here before we go, by the way. Uh, Hunter, you've done a great job on Instagram. I always want to tell people that even though I don't use Facebook necessarily for like things, 
it is very important to if you're a gym if you're trying to get local people to at least like repost your instagram stuff on facebook yep. because facebook is where all a lot of the normies are by the way facebook is the best you're not gonna nobody's gonna share on instagram a thing that all their aunts and uncles and neighbors and all that stuff are going to see, you know, Instagram just not as interweaved into the regular normal person community. So Facebook yeah. is a thing you can't neglect and you've done a good job making sure you keep that up. The other side that Hunter's done well is putting everything that he's done also on his personal page too. And your coaches have done it well, make things publicly visible so that like the things you are doing well, they don't just live. The reason you, people don't normally post on Facebook for their business because nobody follows their business on Facebook. And by the way, yeah. people may not ever, but you have your business on Facebook, you post it on your business, you reshare it on your own stuff, that it just gets the reach out further than it's going to be if it just lived in a void. And yeah. I want to make sure free. we touch on that. It's free. It's one more yeah. button to push. So, And even you Hunter's just link garage. your shit. Yeah. yeah. You just link your shit. You don't know how to fucking do anything. So don't be yeah. lazy. <laughs> just, <laughs> don't be lazy. Just link don't be lazy. Just fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, Hunter is a great example of what happens if you try, but you don't just try in a vacuum. You really try and you come up with a plan and you tune up that plan. This is the way everything should be done. So thanks a lot, Hunter. Follow Hunter's Garage Gym on Instagram. Guys, you can follow us at the Gym Owners Podcast on Instagram. Join the Gym Owners Revolution Facebook group. The link's in all of our descriptions. Hunter's there. We start a lot of the successes of coaches and gym owners we work with. We want this to be a resource for gym owners more than it is just us trying to sell you our shit. And so that's really important for us. I drop some of the basic tips and things like that that I come across on the internet that like things good for helping organic lead generation. This types of stuff we teach in the Gear Academy, uh, which you can get into now if you're interested. But that is, or we can do the kind of basic, let's tune up your fully threaded offer. You can shoot us a message. We can get you on the path to success that Hunter's been on. Um, on a total fucking war path of success, by the way. I love it. So yep. get into all that stuff. All my lights shut off. Uh, I am all done. You can follow me at Tyler F. Stone. You can follow John. At J Banks FL. Awesome. All right, guys, that'll do us. Uh, I don't think anything else we got to get out there, do we? Thanks for listening. Nope. We love you. Thanks, Anna. We'll see you next week. Yep.